Hello, everyone, and welcome to Why Choose One, another episode that I cannot remember the number of. Um, if you're just tuning in for the first time, my name is Jen, and I am a polyamorous slash slutty slash BDSM slash swinger-ish person that's open. <laughs> and um, today I wanted to talk about... Um, my weekend. I had gone to an event. Um, It was with one of the clubs, or not a club, sorry. Uh, It's one of uh, an organizer here that takes uh, hotels and does a takeover. So it all started on Friday. And I booked on the party floor thinking that um, just the party floor was just where the the swingers actually played. So I wanted us to have a space where we could do that. I didn't know all the little details, like there would be extra rooms that was actually um, the organizers' rooms where they would let people have sex in there and there was a voyeur room and there was all kinds of different things. And when I rolled in, I thought that it was just, you know, one floor of people. Well... (laughs) I literally gone to my floor um, to unpack and I I bought these little fucking decorations and from Dollarama, you know, little Halloween decorations. I thought I was going over the top, you know, I was like, oh, you know, just little decorations. It'll be so fun. So I, you know, unpacked some of my stuff, ate and came out to get more stuff from the car. And there was someone literally pulling a fucking bed out of one of the rooms <laughs> and had like a full-on PA system and had like lights above their room and soon enough like throughout the weekend people had lights above the room decorations fog machines I'm talking fucking everything light shows um it was insane and so I just show up with my dinky Halloween decorations feeling like a child and And then it turns out the entire hotel was the takeover. Legit, the entire hotel. And they had sister hotels or close to hotels that were also occupying the same or or the group that we were in. And it was fabulous. I loved it. I had I had such a good time. It was a different kind of atmosphere than going to like a regular club on a weekend. And um so it all started out on Friday. And uh, as many of you do know, or maybe you don't know, Erin um, and I had not actually swung with someone. Like, yeah, we've been in threesomes and open situations, other polyamorous relationships, etc. But never actually uh, successfully swung. Um, we had one awkward altercation um quite a few months ago where uh there was some miscommunication and we just accidentally kind of sort of played with someone and it got weird (laughs) and so I ditched like pretty quickly probably about two seconds in and um so anyways more of the story here is that we haven't we were excited because we wanted to swing and we wanted to you know kind of let loose and I was feeling frisky and you know, Aaron hadn't come in two days and we were just like, you know, building it up, building it up. And uh, so the first night started and it was lots of fun. We, I got to meet a lot of great people um, and it was, so the floor was set up 
and there was shit fucking everywhere there was you know where i knew i was at a hotel takeover when i went out into the hallway and they had a garbage bag that literally said for soiled linen in the fucking hallway (laughs) so i was like okay you know that's that's smart and wise because a lot of people are probably going to go through a lot of sheets but i just found it fucking hilarious like i was like this is a hotel this is a fucking nice hotel and there is a big huge bin for soiled linens so anyways um we kind of took it easy friday and we don't drink very much so we just had a couple drinks and um and hung out with some people and you know the void room was like very active and people were having sex in there and you could just go in and watch them and it was fucking cool and there was actually bags of popcorn that in you can watch in another room right beside that voyeur room is a tv so you can actually watch um what's happening in the next room without interrupting them or whatever which i also thought was pretty cool and then um so we didn't actually play uh friday night but um we just kind of whatever, took it easy and called it a night around four o'clock in the morning. Time really gets lost there. It's like, it's like all of a sudden, like you don't look at the clock. There's no uh, last call. There's no ugly lights. It's just this ongoing party. And you just, if you're bored, you just stand up and you go check out the hallways and go into other people's rooms and meet people. And it was a lot of fun. And then Saturday happened and we kind of missed all the classes and because we were taking a bath together and kind of just just taking it easy and being gentle on ourselves knowing that we're going to be up late again but uh so saturday night started and it was like you know dress up for halloween and go to the go downstairs on the main floor where they have this big dj and um a big halloween costume contest and and then at 11:30 the party floor opens. So it was we were just kind of hanging out downstairs and talking to people, meeting people, flirting with people. And there were some really good ideas. There is this uh one girl that we had seen there, one couple. We actually saw them separately, which I thought was kind of um kind of funny but uh so they were a bachelor and bachelorette like off the show and they uh one had like uh roses and like to clip on for the guy's shoulder and um the guy had like handheld roses for women and they had little invitations to their room for like a private play party and they were only inviting people obviously they were possibly interested in. So I loved that idea and probably if I ever go to another hotel takeover, I'm probably absolutely going to do that also because I love that idea. And um, so we both got kind of one of those and a secret little invitation and that was kind of cool. And... Then, you know, people there, man, the costumes were fucking crazy. Like, they make bar Halloween look like child's play. This shit is the real costumes. And so we just started, you know, kind of getting to know people. And we got to know our neighbors. And our neighbors were, like, swinger hardcore, like, 
they have experience as fuck years of playing together and so you know Aaron and I kind of jumped on that train a little bit and uh, we asked them if they wanted to play. And this is what I found out. Okay, so Aaron and I have been struggling and I've been debating about doing a series about this for quite some time now where we actually wanted to, our, where we kept struggling, we were flirting and we were having a good time and there were sexual innuendos, but we could never seal the deal with anyone. And it was so weird. We just don't know how to seal the deal. We don't know how to just like go out and ask. Um, especially my fiance, my fiance would never go up to a girl and be like, Hey, want to fuck? He's so much more, he's a gentleman. He's a gentle soul and he likes conversation and he's, you know, he's a nice guy. He's the nice guy, which I love about him personally. That's what gets me going. Cause I, there's nothing unattractive. There's nothing more unattractive for me when a person just comes up to me and says, want to fuck? Cause that does not get my juices flowing whatsoever. So we kind of we kind of learned that what you do have to do in these settings is just fucking ask. Just ask them point blank. Hey, do you want to play? Are you interested in in swinging with us? And that is the fucking key, guys. If you're trying, if you're in a relationship and you're just trying to get to that swinging point and and you just can't get there and you just need the key, this is the key. Just go up to someone that at the party and say that you're attracted to or that you've talked to or whatever and say, do you want to do this? And if they say yes or no or maybe, you know your answer. For me, if I'm a maybe, that's a no. I have it drilled in my head from consent that if it's a maybe, it's a no because a maybe never turns into a possibly yes. That's not an enthusiastic yes. For me, it has to be an enthusiastic yes. So with this couple that we were playing with, we just asked. And it was an enthusiastic yes. It was great. It was awesome. We were all in agreement, And, you know, like we kind of, of course, there's situations um, that I will not talk, discuss on my podcast that are a little bit too personal. However, um, the guy that I was fucking um, had a a size of cock about the same as Aaron's but his curved a different way and I'm talking it curved backwards like you know how normally it curves towards them his was very sharply towards the back wall of my vagina if we were fucking missionary and um it was actually a little too overwhelming because I can barely take Aaron's cock as it is so I had to raise the white flag and um, say that I couldn't continue because it just hurt. It wasn't feeling good. I wasn't really into it and I couldn't come when I'm in that much pain. So we just, just kind of waved the white flag and, but I still feel like it was a successful, um, moment. And I feel like, you know, we kind of, we did it, (laughs) we did it and we found the key, which is great. And it's a good learning process. Um, another thing that we learned, um, or I learned was, uh, I need to check myself sometimes because I am a fixer. Um, my, my fiance is a man who is a fisher. So there's two fairly different things here. So my fiance was, um, saying that, you know, he, he doesn't think that a lot of people really want to hook up with him too much. And that is a fucking lie. I know so many women. And so for me, I'm just like, let me go and get this and bring it back to you. 
But for him, he's like, that's not the most attractive thing in the world for me. For me, I, he likes to actually go and get what his prey. He likes to go and get his fish and bring it back. And that is more attractive to him than me splaying out a buffet for him. And I think it's easier for me to just ask women. I just go up to women and I'm just like, hey, you want to fuck? Want to fuck? Want to fuck my husband? It's great. It's a good idea. It's a good time. He's a great dick. <laughs> you know? And so I have no, no problem with inviting other people. But I actually have a huge problem inviting other men to fuck me. Because what I have learned, I have fucked God over a hundred people. I don't even know how many I've lost count over the years, but out of that whole hundred guys, I can't even tell you how many years I spent faking my orgasms. And I was had just had no interest. And for some reason, my vagina does not like random sex with random people. There has to be some kind of buildup, some connections, something, you know, more than, you know, this random person throwing their dick in my vagina. I cannot come from that. There has to be something, anything. And so for me, I don't think that like as, as much as I would like to have that super casual sex, I don't think that I'm actually capable of having that super casual sex. I think that I need to have some kind of connection with someone that's a little bit more intimate and, uh, and makes me feel fulfilled and cared for and in like that I, you know, fulfilled something in them that's more than just like, oh, hey, great time, good sex, blah, 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 see you later. Um, I can't do that. It has to be some kind of like intimacy or um, some fishing for myself, and which is why I can so understand my fiance and needing the fish, the, the, the the game, the catch, the prey, whatever you want to call it. And um so I get it I get it a lot and I'm thinking that for my next event or if we go to the club again or whatever happens I'm not 100% certain that I am as much as a swinger as I think I am and or I say that I am because but I'm also not as this super hardcore poly girl because I have just no interest in searching for a relationship right now I mean I deleted myself off all of the different like Tinder and Bumble and whatever the fuck options there was. And I just kind of let it all go because I just don't have time for that shit anymore. I'm sick of getting shady guys and um, creating a conversation, explaining my situation a hundred times over and getting a bunch of people who just want to fuck thinking that I'm just open to free to fuck but really what I want and they lie to me and they say they're polyamorous but they're not and um and I'm just kind of I'm over that situation and I'm over um over casualness about it so moral of the story is that I learned some things I had a great time and I'm still processing, I'm still learning what I need to know to go forward and both for myself and for playing together with my fiance. But I think possibly watching him just fuck someone else would be super hot for me or possibly finding someone that we have more of an intimate connection with or who knows. And who knows also if one day my polyamorous self is like, all right, I'm ready to kind of start searching again. I don't know when that day is going to come, but right now I'm just 
enjoying my time and I had fun this weekend. I met some great people and made some good connections and I'm really looking forward to sharing some of this that I've learned from other people, um, sharing some great conversations. I met a lot of people who want to do interviews and I can't wait. I've been wanting, I've been dying to do an interview with people because there's nothing better than a podcast when you're actually having a conversation with someone else instead of me looking at my phone, talking to you and rambling on about the rambleness. So anyways, that's all I have for you today. And I hope you all had a fucking crazy weekend like I did and you had no sleep and you're still needing all the rest and this week's going to be hell. So take care of yourself and stay kinky fuckers. Bye.